Welcome to The Gradebook, a Tampa Bay Times podcast on Florida education issues. I'm reporter Jeff Solacek, and this is our first podcast back in 2018, the new year, and we are looking forward to a legislative session that starts in one week. With that in mind, we have with us for this week the Democratic ranking member on the House Education Committee, Representative Chevron Jones, who will talk with us today about his views on what's going to happen in the legislative session on education issues. Let's take a listen. Well, I really just wanted to thank you for spending some time talking with me. We're, I'm really interested in what you see happening in the legislative session coming up from, from an education point of view, you being the ranking Democrat on the Education Committee in the House. Oh, thanks, Jim. Uh, so, well, one, I think that, um, that uh, when it comes to education this year, uh, I have not been able, I have not been in, at, at the table currently to, to look at all the, uh, the bills that's going to come for this, come forth for this, uh, this legislative session when it comes to education. Um, the one that I am familiar with is, uh, House Bill 1, which is the Hope Scholarship Bill, uh, that's coming forth, uh, within the legislation that's being put on by Representative Byron Donald. That's the one, the one bill that I'm familiar with. Now, House Bill 1 is a anti, it's, put together as an anti-bullying bill, but I've heard you and others talk about it as something more voucher-oriented. What, what do you see happening with it? Well, uh, here's the, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, if, if we want to deal with bullying, I think we need to deal with bullying. Uh, uh, we don't need an extra caveat in dealing with bullying, and that is uh, giving a, uh, a scholarship to, uh, to students to be able to uh, to go to a private school uh, or to receive a tax credit scholarship. Uh, I think we need to be very upfront uh, with what we're doing. Uh, we are, it was just perceived that we're expanding a program um, to, uh, to, to totally uh, 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 surpass what uh, the program was it's, it's supposed to be for. Let's look at the case scholarship that, we, uh, that, uh, that how it all started. In uh, the uh, the garden scholarship, uh, you have all these things that's happening now. Now you're saying that if you're bullied, you can go to a you can receive a tax scholarship and go to a school of your choice. How do you define bullying? What are you going to do with the bully that's still in the school? And what message are we sending to our students when it comes to comes to this? And last but not least. What happens when a student gets bullied at the next school that they go to? Yeah, so there, there are, there are a, uh, a, a number of implications that, uh, and questions that need to be answered when you look at how you're one. Now, do you see that, though, as happening regardless? Because it seems to be a priority bill for everyone in the legislature. And by everyone, I say in the House Republican leadership. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I understand. And I, and I know that to be a priority within the House. Uh, I think that's 
160 members. Uh, but the 120 members of the legislature is not, that, that's just not uh, what our priorities are. Our priorities is to ensure that every student receives a high-quality education and that we fund our public schools uh, to, uh, to the best of our ability, not giving more carve-outs to, uh, to expand a voucher program. Well, let's let's talk about funding for a minute then, because I know that the uh, question has come up of how to allow the local taxing to take place and whether there will be enough money. It's like a half a billion dollars of revenue that's on the table between the House and the Senate versions. And, and then there are a lot of issues at play as to how to use that money if it comes in. Where do you see the whole taxing issue coming in and how, how is it going to end up? Is the House going to just remain... Hell no, no new taxes. Oh uh, well, I, I can tell you now. If if, any, if last year was any, is any indication of what will happen when it comes to speaking about uh, raising taxes within uh, with with Britain, um, the House might go in that direction. I'm talking about House Republicans. Uh, I know they involved last year on that. But listen, yeah, yeah, the the superintendent, uh, yeah, they uh, other experts have made it very clear. That you know we can't continue to go this route without looking at how we're going to how we're going to pay for this, and we can't. Uh, we, everyone can't get their wagon and go their separate ways. Some at some point in time, we're going to have to have a hard conversation on what we're going to do when, when it comes to this. So uh, with the money that's on the table, uh, I think the, the house. Uh, I think we need to put our big boys and big girl pants on, and we need to sit out at the table and work it out. Now, you have set some bills forward that would put some new priorities on that funding, teacher salaries and scholarships for students who are going to college, not university, yeah. but college. Um, right. do, do you see any any um, way to get the House leadership to go with you there? Well, I think the uh, getting a bill hearing is a, uh, a sign that, uh, uh, that the House leadership is uh, they're they're okay with with it. I know the looking at how we're going to fund it might be something that's in question. Uh, but uh, I, I think that we, when I say we, the state of Florida, we get very creative and we know how to advocate to to raise to uh, to uh, fund things. We find money to fund uh, a lot of different things, and I'm sure that we can find the dollars to. Um, uh, fund give students a high quality higher education and and uh, the, the good point is that it, we're not just giving them a high quality uh, higher education but we're also giving uh, give our state uh, a, uh, a great up with uh, uh, after they receive uh, and I'm speaking of the pre-college tuition I'm not pre-college tuition but the college tuition bill that after they receive these dollars they have to stay within the state of Florida for two years to um, uh, uh, to work within that field or whatever field in which they uh, desire to, to pay to pay off um, um, what the state of Florida has given to them. Yeah, and that, that, I think that's the direction that we need to be moving. We need to figure out how we're going to keep good talent here. Uh, and even when it comes to our education system, do I think that we believe that we need to look at uh, innovative ways and in how we're educating um, our students within the classroom? Absolutely. Uh, uh, does that come in many different ways? Absolutely. But do that mean that we, we look at 
things. We, we look at areas and we continuously pull money out of our, out of our public school system. And never, I, I don't, I don't think that's the right way to go. I think it's it's, it's, it's going in a bad direction. I think we saw that when it came to seventy sixty nine last year. Uh, and I don't think that we should we should repeat that this year. Now seventy sixty nine obviously is being fought in the courts by the school yep. districts, and yep. and there were also lots of lawmakers who didn't like a lot of what was in it. Do you see the legislature coming back and readdressing it, or do you wait for the courts to rule? I think, we're, I, personally, I, uh, I think we many might wait for the courts to rule and what and what will happen um, with, with 769. Uh, and you know, if not, that's okay, too. If there, if there are certain members who believe, no, we need to we need to address these issues now, that's okay also, because everyone, everyone has the right to be able to do that. Um, because uh, I think we often agree there are areas in 769 that, uh, that even our school districts, uh, just thought was entirely too much and, uh, we, we, it was, it was an overreach for the legislature, uh, that we, we just shouldn't have done. Do you see any of those that you personally might want to repeal or do at least try to repeal? Um, I, I, I will, my, my hope is that I, uh, is, is that the court Will do will do the right thing um, to ensure that we, as a legislature, that yeah, we fell in line with what our constitution asks us to do. Uh, and one of those things in which is asked of us is that every child deserves a high quality education. Uh, and I think that, but to ensure that we're not um, draining a system to be able to provide that high quality education, I'm talking about our public school system. Yeah, and here and here's my thing. I, I understand what my I, I, I get it. My my Republican colleagues they are they are uh, they're advocates for, for parent choice. I, I believe a parent should choose where they want to send their child. I, I get it. I, and I'm and um, I, I'm with the parents when if they want to take their child and put them in a place where they're going to learn better. But I also believe that if we as a as a legislative body, it is our duty to ensure that we give the, our children and our parents an, a, a, an education system, a public education system, that is great, that, uh, that is innovative, uh, just as well as we're trying to build these charter schools. And that uh, we can't continue to build charter school systems to, to, uh, uh, and, and to outperform our public schools when 90% of our students still go to a public school. It's just, we can't continue to drain to drain the system. We can't continue to do it. Um, and we, time and time again, we're seeing that we have some of our, our charter schools and our those private schools are not held accountable for what they're doing to our students. And we can't continue to do that. Do you see accountability coming? Do you see uh, more changes to the way that they are reviewed and held to the same standards, the way that some of the uh, private schools and charter schools need to be treated? I've been in the legislature for six years now, and I have, uh, I know we, we spoke about accountability, uh, but we haven't dealt with, we, we haven't dealt with accountability in the way that it should be dealt with when it comes to um, how we teach a student. We just have not, we haven't spoken, we have not dealt with it. Um, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not right that uh, we are, we allow these, uh, uh, our, these, Charter schools, as my grandma used to say, run amok. <laughs> where, uh, where, when our public school system have all of these different regulations, and our our charter schools, it is big for all. You could 
you can do what you want. Um, you, you can put your school where you want. You can advertise if you want. But our public schools can't do that. I, they can't. So there's no parity in that. If we want to make a fair system, you know, everyone needs to everyone needs to be able to function um, on the same playing field. What about by reducing the amount of restrictions on the traditional district schools as opposed to adding more restrictions on the others? Uh, what, uh, that and then the question would be, what restrictions are you speaking of? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, I, <laughs> that's your yeah. question. Are we speaking of? Are we speaking of restrictions of where you can place a school? Are we looking at restrictions on uh, as far as buildings uh, and the code? Uh, it, 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 it's a very uh, it varies in questions of how those restrictions look. So, how do you see this working during the next several weeks? Do the Democrats have a different point of view than a lot of the Republicans do? How do you work together to get something accomplished? <laughs> that's, a good, and that's, that's a good question. That's what I'm hoping that we can talk about this, this upcoming session. How can we work together? Uh, because yeah, it seems as if the, when, it, when, we come, when it comes to education, it's you go on your side and I go on my side, and, and, which is unfortunate because there's no winners and losers in there, there are no winners and losers in this. Our, our kids are the ones who uh, who lose every time. Period. Our kids lose every time. So there's no winners and losers in this. So it's, it's my hope that we can, uh, as a as a as a body and as adults, can come together, sit at the table, and say, "Hey, this is what we this is what needs to be done." I might not like this. You might not like it. But there's a way that we can meet in the middle and and make this possible. Uh, but we, we, what we can't keep doing is saying, hey, I'm in charge, I can do what I want, and you all just sit back there and vote no if you want to. That's not how the process should work. That's exactly why politics is the way it is right now, because it, 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 if you're in power, you do what you want, and everyone who's not in power, then you, you're stuck uh, with the bag in your hand trying to explain and point fingers and well saying that, oh, it was them. It, they, they're the reason why. Uh, this hasn't happened. At the end of the day, it's all of our fault because we can't work together. Well, I'm looking forward to see how everything comes together. I know we'll talk a lot more during session, so please um, stay in touch. I look forward to it. That's the end of our interview and the end of our podcast for this week. If you would like to participate in this or any other of our conversations, please visit our Facebook page, Tampa Bay Times Gradebook. You can also follow the breaking news on our blog, tampabay.com slash blogs slash gradebook. I'm reporter Jeff Solacek. Thanks again for listening.